Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of the Tainted Judgment Podcast. I am John. I am your host. Thank you for joining us once again for all of our uh, return listeners. Sorry for our uh, absence last week. Um, You know, we're all human here, folks, and uh, I'm no exception, as you know. Um, Sometimes life gets in the way. You know, and we have to uh, take a break away from things that we enjoy doing to uh, to focus on what's most important. Um, for those that follow my personal Facebook, Instagram pages, um, you know that last week uh, we had to do, you know, one of the toughest things, my fiance and I, Sophie, um, the toughest things that we've probably ever done you know, emotionally in our relationship. And that is, um, we had to put down our beloved dog of 20 days shy of six years, uh, Fajita. Um, Fajita was a, uh, a great dog. She was, uh, very well known in my circles. Uh, just a real, uh, once in a lifetime type animal, you know, it really, I mean, seriously, you know. She wasn't, uh, <laughs> she wasn't the most menacing, uh, crazy, you know, like, you know, show dog per se. She was a mutt. She was a, uh, uh, we believe anyway, a Doberman Pinscher, uh, Chihuahua. And, uh, she was small, she was stout, but she had a lot of heart. She was full of spunk, very friendly, never barked, um, And uh, that's not something that you can find in little dogs. Um, You know, and uh, we had to make that call last week. You know, when we spoke last on the podcast, guys, I, you know, I said that we went to the vet and kind of went through that. And, you know, she had perked up and everything seemed great. And it really, truly did. You know, I don't want I don't want people to think that I was, you know, I was being ignorant and just trying to like, you know, eh, whatever. It was just a little episode really like truly she was um back to normal you know and uh you know in the week following that podcast really she just took a dramatic nosedive you know her condition with her leg really uh became exacerbated she was just uh she wasn't herself you know she was she was just a shell of what she once was literally 2 weeks prior and, uh, you know, it really was was really breaking our hearts to see her the, going the way that she was going. And, you know, I know a lot of people that would have would have kept her, you know, around and, you know, would have said, ah, she's, you know, she's in pain, but she's OK, you know. And, you know, I'm not that guy, you know, and, and neither is Sophie, you know, we. It's a very tough call, you know, we, we gave it a few days to make sure that, you know, sh- her, you know, condition was in fact, you know, compromised, if you will, and uh, it wasn't just a, a small little episode old thing, you know, and it, that it will pass or whatever, and uh, she just had several bad days in a row, like over a week, and we we had to, you know, make that call. 
Uh, we got Fajita when she was, we weren't sure if she was eight or nine. She was a rescue um, from, I believe, Arkansas. And I don't know what the climate is like in Arkansas, but by God, did she hate the winter. This this dog was not made for a planet that could have the season of winter, let alone be living in a place <laughs> where winter is like real deal cold, snow, you know, just not her ideal spot. But, you know, like I said, we got her, you know, 20 days shy of six months, uh, six years ago, rather, sorry. Um, we got her, you know, on, a, on New Year's Day, and uh, she was just... Uh, it was it was one of those things where you know, I we made the agreements ag- agreement that we wanted you know a dog and things like that, and you know I wasn't really a dog person at the time, um, you know and you know Soph had said to me you know uh, there's this little dog, I think her name originally was Peebles, and uh, it was either Peebles or they misspelled it. And it was supposed to be Pebbles. I, I don't know. It's Arkansas. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? But, um, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at the pictures and I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, all right, the dog's going to come over here. They're going to sit down. They're going to show it to us. You know, we're going to see how she does around the house. But we're not going to take this dog. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at the I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, this ain't going to fucking happen. You know what I mean? I'm in my state of mind. I'm like, I want a big dog. You know, 150 pounds of just, you know, knotted, rippling flesh, you know, uh, a hunting dog. You know, I don't even hunt, but I just wanted a fucking dog that I could say, you know, this dog can go hunt. You know, I'm like a chihuahua pincher is like the last thing I could even imagine. But she come over and she just, you know, she didn't she didn't steal our heart. She just. She she robbed our soul, our heart, everything. She took everything we had, and uh, we took her right there and then. We said she's not leaving today, and by God, she didn't for uh, for six years. And uh, you know, we got her. Like I said, she was she was either eight or nine. You know, she was a rescue. Like I said, um, and uh, you know, she was fifteen. We believe, like I said, either fifteen or fourteen. Uh, you know, when we had to, uh, you know, let her go and, uh, she lived a great life. She spent her last couple days, uh, she spent, uh, you know, her Saturday or Friday rather with me. We stayed up all night eating, uh, you know, uh, begging strips and whipped cream and, you know, all of her favorite little goodies. And, you know, she was in pain, but she was. She was content, you know, she, I was just, we were having some fun, you know, we stayed up till like four o'clock in the morning watching movies and shit like that together, just petting her and loving her and, you know, letting her know that she's, she's my girl, you know, and, uh, you know, the next day, you know, the, the big day, if you will, um, you know, she had a great day with her mommy. They went out and had, uh, a puppuccino, a pup cup from Dunkin' Donuts and, you know, she had all kinds, she had a BLT, uh, you know, she was just living it up, you know, most dogs eat to live, this dog lived to eat, you know, 
And uh, I know you're not supposed to feed dogs from the table, but how could you not when they're looking at you? You know, she would give you those eyes, you know, and she's just saying, please, you know, and, you know, I, I could never help myself. So it was finally time to spoil her. She had a great, great day. And, uh, you know, uh, that afternoon I took her in and uh, we said our final goodbyes. And uh, it, it was the perfect ending to a perfect life. You know, we don't know what happened to her before. Uh, we don't know the circumstances. But as far as we're concerned, her time with us was magical. Even though she drove us a little bit of a little bonkers from time to time and kept us on our toes and things like that. She really, when it's all said and done, she was an amazing dog. Uh, and it's going to be harder than hell to... Uh, you know, come close to that. So thank you for all your years of service, Fajita. You're an official uh, an official member of the Tainted Judgment podcast family forever, and uh, you will be missed. Thank you to everybody that reached out. It really means a lot uh, to Sophie and I, and, uh, you know, that's life, folks. You know, you have to be responsible, you know. And, it's, and like I said, I wasn't... I wasn't a dog person, and it's just amazing. You, you know, it's funny. Like, you kind of go into these things, you know, I, at least for me, and I'm like, all right, you know, you, you're getting a dog. You know, big deal, whatever. And it's like, over time, they really get a hold of your heart, and they just don't want to let it go, you know? And uh, that there cute little, uh, little mutt really did that to me. So, thank you for all the good times, Fajita, Pete, Jeet, uh, Chalupa. Dog had endless amounts of names, but uh, she'll always be our first uh, dog together. We've got her ornaments up on the tree right now, ready to rock and roll for Christmas. And uh, she's up there with uh, Sophie's first dog, Rusty, and uh, they'll both be on the tree uh, for as long as I'm living. In other events, ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today with a uh, very special guest. She's been wanting to come on for some time. My grandmother's been hounding me to get her on, as are a lot of people, actually. My uh, lovely fiance of six years, Sophie. Hi. Welcome. I'm happy to be here. Good. I'm glad. (laughs) Now, just as a premise here, Sophie is sicker than a dog. And uh, so if you hear her panting in the background and fucking sniffling and coughing and gagging, actually, this is kind of appropriate because this is how we met. It is. So basically, Sophie and I, we met on Tinder and our first date, she was sick as shit as she is now. And uh, I didn't let it bother me not one bit. You know, she was very... uh, timid the whole time and kind of felt weird about the whole thing what was going through your head didn't you warn me that i did huh i did yeah i told you that i was gonna be sick and i was just asking you if you were okay with that if you still wanted to go on the date and you said absolutely well there you go (laughs) and aren't you glad that we did that i am glad see have you told them about our first date? No, not really. You should. 
Why? <laughs> What's so good about it? What did we do that we've literally never done since then? Eat on the same side of the fucking <laughs> the booth. So Sophie's a weird person, right? I never dealt with somebody like her in my life. And we go to we go see this movie. It was fucking god awful. What was it? Uh it had um what was what's her name? The uh, fat Melissa broad. McCarthy. M- Melissa McCarthy. It had Melissa McCarthy in it. Yep. Um and it had something about boss in the title. Yeah. All I remember about the whole movie is the broad eats like a fucking uh <laughs> a porcupine, a puffer fish and like passes out in the fucking diner. Yeah. You know? But like besides that the movie was dog shit. And then we leave there. You had a curfew. It was like 10, 11. I think that you made that up. I don't Actually, remember. I think you're right. I think I, I was don't like, I'm going to get it. I had one. <laughs> See? She's da- she's dangerous. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we leave there. We go down to Asia Grill. It's like right next door. I, I Yeah, I definitely did make like my own thing because I was like, what time you got to be back? And she's like, oh, I don't have a curfew. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, I don't. So in my head, now at this time, I'm a gentleman, right? Fair to say? All right. I'm a gentleman. I'm like making all these rules. I'm like, don't touch the broad. (laughs) Like, just back up. Keep your space. Bring it back by 10. It's respectable. We get out of the movie. It's like, what, like 930? It was like hella late. We rolled into Asia Grill, sat down. Now, I sit down. It was like a... Yeah, it was a it was a booth. I sit down and she sits down on the side of me. I'm going, oh no, <laughs> she's one of them, you know. And uh, then I order my meal, and you just you wanted to share the fucking thing. Well, the movie ended at about I would say nine thirty. Yeah, we nope. went really late. Yeah. At that point, we had already had. A lot of popcorn, candy, soda, anything you want at the movie theater. And you were sick as shit. And I was sick and had no appetite. So I just thought to myself, I'm not that hungry. I'll just, we should just share something. Yeah. I don't know why I sat on the same side as you, though. You must have digged me. I did, but I (laughs) have never done that since. So I'm not (laughs) sure why I decided on the first date to do that and for that we thank you because i couldn't i'm like i'm just so weirded out by the whole thing the waitress we had i knew her like for years it was like it was just the most white trash you know fucking date in the world you know the only people in there only people in there really was something else it was but here we are (laughs) here we are you know Six and a half years later. Remember I made you walk down the driveway to meet me at the... Remember I had you meet me at the... I call it the curb. There was no curbs around here. But I was so afraid of a setup back then. <laughs> like, if I can't, if I went on a Tinder date, you could ask my friends. I went loaded down to the gills. I mean, I had in my car, like, hammers. I mean, if, if the person on the date saw what was in the car, because 90% of the time we would just go into somebody's house or whatever to meet, whatever... But, like, if they went in the car and saw I had, like, hammers, duct tape, buck knives, like, every (laughs) weapon imaginable, 
like, and if they saw this, they would think it was like a mass destruction fucking situation <laughs> that I was just going to murder him. But so I was very afraid of a setup. I'm like, I'm going to show up. There's going to be three fucking dudes there. They're going to rob me. They're going to stick me for my paper. And then we're going to have a problem. We're going to have to either fight it out or I'm just going to go home with my tail between my legs. So I made a walk down this long ass driveway. Meet me on the curb and in my CRV. <laughs> Rest in peace to that fucking thing. That was a dope car. I missed that car. Yeah, me too. And uh, that was it. We got in the car and off we went and uh, eventually sat in the same booth like idiots. (laughs) (laughs) What else did you do that night? Speaking of buck knives and weapons. I have no idea what. Well, after we left the restaurant, we were driving home and you looked at me and you said, I got this place I want to show you. Oh, so, all right, so right near the movie theater, there's a little, it's like a, so I found it like a week before, and it's like a little bridge, it's in the middle of nowhere, and it's like either, it's right on the border of Smithfield and North Smithfield, and at night, it's just pitch black and airy, and, you know, just just real creepy, like, you know, and I don't know about you, but, like, when we first met, I, like, felt like I knew her for years did you feel the same way absolutely and that's cliche it's stupid it's i coming out of my mouth I'm like oh my god it's <laughs> fucking disgusting but it's true i felt comfortable around her to the point where i wasn't even thinking about like oh you're about to do some really shady shit <laughs> so i go hey you want to see some you know a creepy place so i drive her out and i bring her to this fucking this weird dock you know lakeside well it's not even like a lake it's like a fucking reservoir Perfect place to dump a body. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I shut all the lights off in the car. I go, pretty creepy, huh? She's like, <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, I I feel like I really need to reassess my danger thoughts and my stranger danger awareness. Because when you first said that, when you first started driving... I didn't think a thing of it, which I really am embarrassed to say. But then when you shut off the car and parked there, that's when I was like, this is, <laughs> this could have been a really bad situation. I really should not have just gone with this. But I trusted you. I was very comfortable with you. So I, I should have I should have killed you. <laughs> I should have killed you. I would have saved myself so much fucking money over the, the coming years. Like crazy craziness. But here we are. Madly in love. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've got a house together and things are going OK. Our wedding is in October. Yep. We just did the uh, the taste testing. It was uh it was more of like a a nerve testing for me my fucking I was having a panic attack the entire time room was packed with uh white wetters and it was like what what <laughs> <laughs> like white people getting married wetters you oh. know yeah all right yeah you know and uh I was just very uncomfortable it just feels like uh Felt like going back to high school. I did notice that while we were there, that there was not a single black person in the room. Well, that's what that's what happens. <laughs> I guess so. Getting married in New Hampshire. Yeah. Too cold. Yeah. They they got common sense. They're like, 
fuck that. Why freeze? I'm going to get married down here like a like a neighbor and, you know, live my life comfortably. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it because I hated it. I enjoyed it very much. What part about it, though? I loved it. I was just getting to sit there and being served food. I didn't have to get up. I didn't have to look for stuff. It just came right to me. That was really nice. Um, I thought that the food was very good as well for the most part. I was excited. We got to talk to some people about our wedding planning. You did. Yep, I did. But you did as well. Barely. You were there. Yeah, but I mean, I wasn't like super involved. I was having a fucking panic attack. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know, man. Just not my scene. But we did it. We survived. For those that are going to be attending, we've got a great assortment, I think. Yeah, yep. safe to say. Yep. And uh, should be a good time. We're just uh, trying to figure out the music thing. We're sitting there in the car on the way home from New Hampshire. We're just like, add that to the wedding list. Next thing you know, we're like, you know, oh, let's just see where we're at. It's like fucking four hours and 55 minutes already. Yeah, so we that got, was just the oldies. Yeah, so we got to lop off like half of it, basically, and yeah. pepper in some some Dula Peep and, uh, <laughs> you know, fucking uh, who else? Well, who Harry else is, Styles. Who else is hip? Yeah, we everybody knows him, but who else is hip? Lizzo. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This fucking girl with the Lizzo shit. I mean, seriously, it's insane. Not a fan. I, I can't. She's. She's got, I like that she plays the flute. How about that? Yeah. She's pretty fucking good at the flute. You know who else was good at the flute? Who? Jethro Tull. <laughs> yes. Why you laugh? Very different styles of music. But they both I played I wasn't the f- expecting that, but yes, you're correct. But they both played the fucking flute? That is true. You know what I mean? So, we're going to figure that shit out. If you got any suggestions, if you're hip and you're cool and you're like, oh, you should throw this on your wedding thing, put it on. If you say the chicken dance, what is it called? Is that the, is that what you call yeah. the chicken dance? Bah, 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 that yes. stupid shit. If you recommend that, lose my number because I'm blocking you immediately. Yeah, we're, we're not that white. <laughs> That's like next level top tier shit. You take that off the, the shelf of uh, Caucasianism and... Colonial colonialism. What is it called? Colonialism. Yeah, there you go. She's got the words. You know what I mean? <laughs> How but, many uh, people there do you think will be playing the chicken dance who are at the tasting? Every single person <laughs> but us. Every single one. There was about 800 people in the room. All of them are playing that shit. Let's talk about something else about that tasting, too. How come everyone brought their mother and father to that event? What was up with that? We, we didn't get the fucking memo. I, guess I know not. I didn't. I don't know if you got an email. I don't check mine. Well, it said that you could bring a guest, but a guest was $75 for just one other person. I know a couple people that would have fucking spent the, spent the leg to do that. But why would they? Because they're idiots. They get to come to our wedding for free. Yeah. But you want to see, I, I feel that, though, because like if... If all right, let's say the tables were turned. If you invited me, you said, "Hey, you want to come to this food testing?" I go, "Yeah, all right, I'll go with you." And my thought process going in and being there is, "All right, this food's gonna be ass. I'm not gonna go." 
Is it safe to say? That's why I would go. I'd rather spend the $75 now than spend the Gino on the hotel room, you know, endless dinners before and after the wedding, gas to drive up there. I'm going to end up saving myself a, a quick fin, fin to a Gino easily just because you got, just because you want to opt for the shit food. You want to talk to me about, what was it, fucking pokey, whatever the fuck pokey is, <laughs> polka, yeah. you know, stupid shit. Like, they just had the dumbest, some of the stuff was really clever. Pigs yes. in a blanket, clever, timeless classic, ha ha ha, we love it. <laughs> but it's like, you got fit raw fish on a fucking cracker, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Who do you think you are? Well, I think that some people might enjoy that, but not us. Yeah, not me. Definitely not. But oh, you know what? Before I forget, I want to I want to I want to get into you a little bit because something I, something happened today that I've been wanting to bring up on this podcast for the longest time. Right. And the time is now. Right. Because you're here and you're one of these fucking people. Right. Right? What is it with the people? You know what? Let me re- let me phrase it like this. I am so grateful for the time that we live in because in this day and age, it is so easy to see the people that you could call in an emergency. Like I can I can decipher who I can call if my leg got shot off and people I couldn't call. You are by far one of the people that I absolutely could not call in a time of trouble. How dare you? I'm just stating the facts. And why is that? Because you keep your phone on fucking... Ladies and gentlemen, this... She's a lovely girl, right? She's got a fucking GPA like Albert Einstein. (laughs) But she's clueless when it comes to phones and communication. She's one of these guys that keeps the fucking phone on silent. It's not on silent. It's on vibrate. What's the difference? Well, when silent you, would be no sound whatsoever. Yeah, but when you slide the little thing on the iPhone, it, what does it say? Does it say it vibrate? Says vibrate. It says, no, it doesn't. It says silent. Okay. Well, either way, my phone does vibrate rapidly. Well, there you go. So she keeps her phone on, on thing, and you can't... She doesn't hear it. Unless you've got it, like, plastered to you, you're not going to feel that. So when I call her... It's never for an emergency because, like I said, I I just know that she's not going to answer the phone because she can't feel the fucking thing, right? So this morning, I'm driving into work. I get this text message from this kid that works with me, and he says, hey, I want a a new sticker for the podcast. I want to put it on my uh, snowboarding helmet and all this shit, right? So I go, I pull over, I go to respond to him, and it says, and this is great because this this right here like really lets me know this guy's off limits anytime in need. It's it says now this person has notifications silenced. You ever seen one of these assholes? You're not one of them. No. You haven't figured that out yet. I I run into a lot of people who do that nowadays though. Okay, well do me a favor, don't do that. I would not do that. Because this is like next level shit. However, you can notify them anyways. That is a button. Right. You're right. Okay. So, yeah. So, for those that haven't seen this yet, so it says that, and then underneath it, it says notify anyway. You press that, and, it, like, the letters, like, come up in big letters and shake and <laughs> shit. I don't know. I, I'm going to try it tomorrow when I'm in his presence 
to see exactly what he sees on that end. Why do people like you keep your phone on silent? What reason do you have? Well, so it started when I was in school because... Okay, you're not in school anymore. Well, let me tell you the reasoning. You asked me why. Yep, yep, yep. So it all started... This is when I got a phone that made any sort of noise is when I was in school. And if you have your phone on you in high school... You can't just let it be ringing on the, all the time. That's just not something that you can do. So that's originally why I had it on vibrate, not silent. Okay, on vibrate. so vibrate. Okay, so so there you go. But that that doesn't explain now. Well, this is back in t- what twenty fucking seventeen. Yes, but then I went to college. Another scenario where you you go in and out of classes where you can't have your phone ringing. And going to your dorm room where you can. So it's just easier to have it on vibrate. And now I'm still in school. I never fucking left. So I've been in classrooms. I am always in a classroom with children. It's not appropriate for my phone to be ringing in the middle of the day. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I, I still don't. Okay, so when you get out of work, right? You get out of work at what, 430? You're in the fucking car. You don't turn it on. I always answer when I'm in the car, unless I'm on the phone with somebody else. If you're in the house, sitting on the couch, and I call you, I'm a dead man. Well, it depends on what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm walking around. (laughs) No, you're watching Triple G, Guy's (laughs) Grocery Games, and fucking (laughs) Dip, Dodge, Dive, and Duck, whatever the fuck it's called, Drive, and Duck, Dodge. And, you know, it's always something with Guy Fieri, and she doesn't fucking answer the phone. But it's good to know who you can call and who you can't. Like, I would never call. I'm sorry. I love you to death, but I would never call you. Now, on the other hand, do you know that you could call me? Well, (laughs) you, I'm going to be honest. Okay. You don't always pick up the phone either. But, but, but it's because... I'm probably working. And I'm not? But not if you're at the house watching fucking dip, dive, dive and duck and dodge. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the other thing about you. Yeah. Again, I, I love you dearly. <laughs> but this is something I certainly could live without. Is the just numerous voicemails I have from you of just sheer panic and concern. I haven't done one of those in a long time. Um, you did one a few months ago. You haven't done an extensive one in a while where you say you're going to call the cops and <laughs> you, you're going to send out an Amber <laughs> Alert. You haven't done one of those in a while. However, you do send them still where you're in a panic. You're panting. You're You're exasperated. You're just... Like in full panic mode, and you're asking me where I am and who do I think I am for not answering the phone. I must be dead in a ditch somewhere. To be fair, I'm not the only person that feels this way. Your mother call. Your mother's actually the catalyst for a lot of this shit because <laughs> she'll it. call me going, "Where the fuck is my daughter?" I'm going, "I don't know." When was the last time she did that? 
back when you was taking tests and all that shit. Yeah. So I think the people need to hear this story. I what? really I, I really think it's time for me to to voice my side of this story. I don't think that's a story that's really been told. <laughs> and it's time. It's time to tell it. Go for so, it. The whole reason why these panic situations happen is because no one listens to me. So here's a perfect example of that. So when I was a senior in high school, I was taking SATs, ACTs, AP exams. Everybody who's been through that kind of stuff, you know how many tests you take in your senior year of high school, getting into college and all that good stuff. So I had told John and my mother probably, I would say, at least five times that I was going to be taking an AP test and my phone was going to be completely off because that is what the rules of the test state. You have to turn your phone completely off. You have no access to it. And this test was being taken after school for hours. So I wasn't going to be home when I typically was home and I was taking this test. They wouldn't be able to get a hold of me. I told them this about five times. Now, the day that I go to take the test, I turn my phone off as I should. That's the rules. I put it away. Oh, you're thinking just a nothing responsible of it. person, huh? Yep, thinking nothing of it. Thinking I'm ready to take this test. Not thinking about anybody else, but just acing that test. And so I'm taking the test. The test probably takes about two or three hours, I would say, after school. I finish the test. I come home. I, I get my phone. I turn it back on. I have, I would say, 25 missed calls from this guy over here. And I have about five voicemails of increasing panic and concern. They start off just saying things like, Hey, Soph, I'm not sure where you are. I just wanted to reach out to you. If you give, if you hear this, give me a call back. Just a simple voicemail all the way up to complete panic saying he's going to call the cops. He's going to send them <laughs> down to the school. He's already got my principal on the phone. He's already talked with him. He's asking where I am. He's about to send out an Amber alert. <laughs> He's, he's going to be calling all my teachers in a second. He's going to be driving all the way to the school from Rhode Island. No, I was on my way to the school <laughs> from Rhode Island. My mom had called me, too. She's saying, John's freaking out. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to control him. She didn't know where the fuck you were, either. She didn't know, either. Do you know why? Why? No one listens to me when I talk. <laughs> I told you five times that I was going to be unavailable. Maybe, for a matter of hours. Maybe we were eating lunch or something, and you, you know, kind of just toss it in there. Oh yeah, tomorrow I'll be busy. You know what I mean? And I don't think so. I really don't because it was a commitment that I was making, and it was a stressful thing I was going to do taking a test. So I certainly mentioned it with emphasis to both of you. Well, I fault you because you should have just did what I did when they said that we had a test. I just walked the fuck out. Well, <laughs> that's where we're different, you know. But uh, yeah, so I, yeah, you're a great person. 
and I really dig everything about you. Yeah. But you got to turn the ringer on. I'm not going to. Well, then... Uh, because I, I can't. Well, then the wedding is really in, in dire straits at this point. And I've never told you this, but I have another thing about my phone and things that I have to keep very careful with it. What? Is that this new job... That I'm working at, which I absolutely love. It's amazing. I haven't ever been happier. It's great. I, every single morning, I connect my phone by Bluetooth to our little boom box in the classroom. And we do whatever silly little song we're doing that morning. That Right now, we're doing the months of the year. It's very cute. So I, I go on YouTube and I look up a song that we're going to do that morning. And it goes through what we call the radio. So every morning, my phone is connected to the Bluetooth radio in the classroom. A lot of times when I go to connect to that Bluetooth, for whatever reason, it does it sporadically, whatever was playing on my phone prior to being in work starts playing over the radio in the classroom. Can I, can I guess what that is? Yes, go ahead. That fucking song you listen to, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, you. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but it has been. What song is that for, for, for America? It is called Cassie O by George Ezra. It's ass. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Anyways, My Favorite Murder has started to play. Oh, shit. Songs that are extremely loud have started to play. All kinds of stuff. It makes me very nervous. Very, very nervous. Every single day, I think, is this the day that something's going to play that cannot be reversed? You got to go in there and you got to, like, you got to clear, you know, when you swipe up yeah. and it, it gets rid of whatever the hell it is? Yeah. That usually works, right? Well, it would, but usually I'm very busy with 18 four year olds that I do forget. That something might play. <laughs> all I can picture is like all the kids gathered around ready to sing the kangaroo <laughs> song and shit. And like this thing's like, you know, like the Instagram reel where it's like her head was cut off. <laughs> her arms were cut off, you know. We were pretty close to that one time. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty fucked up. But speaking of Instagram, right? Let me ask you this. Well. So when I go on Instagram, I I never like to watch stories before. But for some reason, I'm like on a like every day I check people's stories because I care. You know you what do. I mean? I do. So I've been checking stories and like it's the same like five people. They put a goddamn uh, a poll up and what they'll do is they'll put the poll like one of the options right uh, where your thumb is. Yes. And you click the fucking thing. And it's always something. It's never like, oh, what what car would you rather have? A fucking M3 or a, or an RX-7. It's always like something like, uh, which which top should I wear today? Something, something <laughs> totally fucking stupid. And as if that wasn't bad enough, I always pick the wrong option. Like what I, like, you know, it's always the wrong thing. Like, oh, shit, I clicked the blue top. She probably would have looked better in the red top. <laughs> I fucking hate that. It drives me bonkers. You know what else is really frustrating about those stories? What? Is that sometimes I'm trying to swipe through them, but I accidentally swipe or it thinks that I swipe up 
And have you noticed that if you swipe up on a story, it comes up with about six different emojis that yes, you can react? Yes, yes. I have sent, like, people oh, yeah. I haven't talked to in about 10 years. I have sent, like, 100 as <laughs> on, like, a picture of, like, them from high school. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no. I've sent the hot eyes, a flame, <laughs> a fucking a sad emoji. You know what I mean? I think one lady posted about putting her dog down and I fucking I sent a laughing face like <laughs> it's just like a fucking problem. Why would they put the thumb controls like that? I don't know. It's very dangerous. It, it, it is dangerous. That's how you get, you know, like caught up in something. Yeah, it's no good. But like every time, man, it's like, boom, like I hit some random fucking thing. And I'm just like, I have to send a follow up message like I don't even know what I press, to be honest. And there's no option to go back. No, there's it's no, sent. It's there's, already sent. Yeah, there's it's no done. undo. It makes no fucking sense. Yep. But now, did you see the Apple update? Where you can unsend messages? Unsend a message. That is gravy. However, you can see that they have unsent it. You just can't see what it was. I don't give a so shit. So you can still catch people uh, in their bullshit. Jimmy Crack calling I don't give a fuck. As long as I can get rid of that thing, I don't even care that you see that I unsent it. I'm good. Okay. It's not incriminating to me. Whatever I sent before is even more incriminating. And that's why I unsent it. You dig? I guess. So there you go. You know? I, I And I, I frequently do that as well. Facebook's had that for a while. Yes. Facebook doesn't that. rat you out, though. No, it doesn't. It's very good. Very good. Very good. But um we've been we've been toying Sophie and I with the idea of, you know, we're look we're just fucking around at this point, but we're looking at dogs and shit on adoption sites. We really want a puppy. Mhm. We we really differ on what we want. I want a chihuahua. I want another one. She doesn't want that. She wants a rat terrier. Yeah. But besides that, I noticed something. There's fucking adoption sites for dogs, pigs, goats, cat, cattle. Um, but there's there's one major, you know, species that's just left out to dry. Fish. <laughs> there's nothing for fish. I dare you. Go on and try to find rescue fish. They no don't such, exist. Doesn't exist. What's up with that? Why would anyone rescue a fish? Think about it. They're the most abuse. They're the most pound for pound abused animals in the kingdom. Yeah, no one cares. I walk in my. I walk in my room. The fish looks at me the wrong way. Flushed. <laughs> that's evil. Well, that's just reality. Think about all the I mothers would not out do there. That. Think about all the mothers out there, and I'm sure my mother's guilty as shit for this. Like, oh, I don't want to fucking wash this thing's bowl out. And you come home, and it's just an empty glass bowl, and she filled it with, like, like walnuts or something like that. <laughs> You're like, what gives? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you, Binky died, you know? He was floating, but he's in heaven now. And in reality, she, like, dumped Clorox in the fucking tank. <laughs> And fucking flushed them down the loo, you know? Those are the animals that should be rescued. There should be a place where you can take the fish, go, you know what? He's clapped out. I don't want him. Drop it off. 
No, I don't think they. I don't think they matter that much. To be honest, they live for about five months. That's not true. Well, I know because I had a fish for four years. My cousin had an Oscar that lived for twenty-seven years. Holy shit! It was a record. It was a record setter. Wow. Mm. I had a betta fish that lived for four years. What's a betta fish? Those are the ones that fight each other. Come on, call it for what it is—a Japanese fighting fish. Okay. They're badass. Then why would you ask what it was? Well, I, I don't call it that. Beta fish. Who the fuck calls it a beta fish? Pet smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck them. You know what I mean? It's a Japanese fighting fish. I had a few of those growing up. They did not last long. I can imagine. But again, but again, it's always a funny thing. You go to school. Ha ha ha. We had a good day. Got cookies and snacks and this and that and whatever. And you come home and the fish is fucking gone. Pretty weird. <laughs> like, ain't that a bitch? Like, this guy, these fish, they never seem to die when I'm here. <laughs> I never seem to catch them floating. No good. That's the type of person you're going to be. Absolutely not. <laughs> you're going to be evil. No. No? Maybe. Our kid has a fish. <laughs> Let me put it... All right. With everything you got going on, our kid has a fish right now. Right? Yeah. You got to clean the You gotta clean the bowl. You got to service this fucking thing. Now, it makes the kid happy. Do you give a shit enough to not... You know what I mean? Send him home, if you will? I would probably just tell the kid to take care of it. I'm done. <laughs> what do you mean? Have the kid whack him? No. <laughs> I would say, you know what? I'm not taking care of this fish anymore. So if you care about this thing, it's on you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I could totally see you flushing. You're a flusher. You are a flusher. Me? You're a sociopath. And you would absolutely <laughs> do something like that. What qualifies you to call me a sociopath? I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Go to hell. <laughs> I'm regretting more and more having her on this mm. fucking thing. She's got an attitude like you don't. I mean, look at her. I wish you could see her. She got this shit eating grin. She's over here chewing me out, calling me a flusher, knowing <laughs> damn well that she's very guilty of that, probably. No. Well, I'm not even going <laughs> to. I'm going to say quiet because some shit's about to pop off. Mm. You're getting spicy. You know what I mean? I could, I could sense the tension building in here. Okay. It's fucking... It was freezing in this room like 20 minutes ago. It's hotter than hell in here. <laughs> have you noticed that? Yes, I have. It's fucking sweltering in here. Yeah. We walked in. My feet were cold. By the way, Christmas is almost here, guys. And the temperatures are not that impressive. No. Everybody at the shop is sitting there. They're walking around all bundled up and shit. And I'm walking around in my T-shirt, living life to the fullest. You know, not impressed. I want to see 10. <laughs> I want to see 12. No. Sophie can't. Sophie doesn't like the winter because she can't walk. Yeah. I am very challenged in she, that department. And let's just make it clear. You're not like actually genuinely handicapped, but you should be. 
yes. <laughs> I have issues with my knees. That's to put it lightly. The broad's got two left feet. That is not nice. That's not why. It, you can't. So I've never, I've been living on this planet for 25 years. Every single one of those years has been in New England. I've seen many a good man fall, slip, get hurt, die on ice. But I've never seen somebody who also grew up in New England fall, trip, and do everything but die on ice like you. Consistently, at least five times a season. But why is that? I don't know. You tell me. Wow, you're going to make me do it? I'm what? (laughs) I'm not. You're making it out to be that I'm just like clumsy. That's not it. I mean, you're not a good walker. Wow, thanks. (laughs) I'm I'm just being honest. I have a condition. Okay. (laughs) But, I mean, some would say I have a condition, too. And what would that be? I got the ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you fall on the ice? Uh, I'm always fucking around, so probably. How much more do I almost fall than you? A lot. Exactly. Because you have what? I have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, which means that my tendons and ligaments and everything that holds my bones and muscles together is very elastic. The broad's like a a female, real-life Stretch Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so... Basically, your kneecaps are already floating in there. Everybody's are. They're just, they're not attached to anything. However, for normal people, your ligaments and tendons are kind of wrapped around them. So they they don't really go anywhere. But for me, mine are elastic. So if, if my foot slips on the ice and the like top half of my leg doesn't, it stays stationary then my kneecap will just just swivel pretty much around to the side but why does that but why does that warrant you to walk all fucked up what well, do you mean you let me rephrase that you don't walk fucked up but you walk fucked up does that make sense no <laughs> all right so you walk normal looking right looking wise <laughs> But then you just bust your ass out of nowhere. Ba-boom! You go down like a sack of potatoes, and that's it. Now you're on the floor fucking rolling around. Yes, because my kneecap dislocated. Well, guess who's always there to pick you up when you fall? You are. There you go. Except for when you were at college. Yeah. (laughs) Sophie's, Sophie's the type of person, she sees an uncleared walkway... Or it's not salted, and she just goes right back in the house. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I I really, I would probably join an activist group for salting walkways. Yeah, but That you, is a commitment that I would make. That's a cause I would fight for. Here's the thing, though. I've bought you a pair of yak tracks. Your mom's bought you a pair of yak tracks. I guarantee you, I bet if I sent you in, down to go look for them, you couldn't find them right now. I actually, they're in my car. That's a fucking cat. No, it's not. They're in my car. <laughs> when we get off of this thing, you're going to go <laughs> get them. 
because we're going to update America next week and we're going to I'm going to tell them that you didn't. They are under the seat in my car. Why are they under the seat? You should for have winter. them right on the fucking dash ready to go. Warming up on I the defroster. I only need them for one season. Uh-huh, and we're here, baby. Also, I don't walk that much. Well, that's a for problem. For a reason. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's making fun of a cripple. No, no, no. I mean <laughs> I'll, I I I love a good cripple joke. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and be like I'm a fucking saint, you know what I mean? I love to do that, but you make it you make it out to be worse than it is. Oh yeah? I just think that you just don't know how to walk on ice. Okay. Let me take a gander at your kneecaps and see how it feels when I push them right out of their sockets. My knees are hurt right now. Well, they'll really hurt when I do that. What are you going to do? Let me take a gander at them. <laughs> Don't touch me. Back up. <laughs> you know, speaking of which, my sciatic nerve right now, the it's like fucking lightning going down from my, like, the back, lower back, all the way down to my heel. It's like lightning streaks nonstop. I am on fire right now. That's unfortunate. Yeah, and I can walk on ice with that. Imagine that. Wild. I don't even need ice to hurt myself. <laughs> That's why I'm so scared. Oh, my God. How about wet leaves? That's no. my kryptonite. I have busted my ass going upstairs on wet leaves. It's always something about wooden porches. I'll be walking up the thing and mm. fucking, ba-boom, I just go right out, man. <laughs> I fall upstairs all the time. I have never met a person who falls up and down stairs as much as this man. But it's because I'm busy. Yes. Busy is a great word to describe you. Well, I'm busy. Yes. You know what I mean? Your head is busy. I'm always doing something. So when I fall, I guarantee if you were were watching me, I was doing something. I was reading the mail. I was on my phone. I was doing something important. Okay. You know what I mean? We all got quirks. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's little stupid things that I do from time to time. For me, your quirk with me is that you 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 slip all the time. So I'm always afraid. I'm always grabbing your arm and shit like that. Believe me, I feel like I'm walking around my fucking grandmother. You know what I mean? Oh, me too. (laughs) I feel the same way. You have no idea the fear that strikes me when I see a patch of ice. (laughs) What's a quirk that you have about me? That you put everything in the fridge. Things that do not belong in the fridge, I find in the fridge. Like medications. <laughs> I've found snacks, like bags of chips in the fridge. I've found the remote in the fridge. <laughs> keys in the fridge. I don't know how it happens. I don't know either. I don't know either. I, all I know is like I'll be sitting there having a great night, everything's fine, and then all of a sudden I'll hear, like, her yelling from the other from the kitchen, you put the fucking remote in the, fr- in the fridge. <laughs> what does it matter with you? I don't know why I do it. I don't either. That's the ADHD. Yep, and there's my second one what? right there. What? Your other quirk. What? You put the in front of everything. <laughs> the ADHD... The legs. Well, that's that's showing 
That's a noun. The dementia. But it's describing a noun. Yeah, but typically people just say, I have ADHD. Well. There's no the in front of it. Now we're just grasping our straws. No. I notice it every time. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fucked. You just analyze everything I say? Everything you say is pretty much foreign to me. And it has been since the day we met. That's the funniest thing about us dating. <laughs> when we first started dating, like, I would talk to her. And, like, I don't, like, I'm not, like, I don't have a ridiculous, like, foreign accent. But, like, I would just be sitting there talking to her. And, like, she'd just be, like, looking at me with dinner plates for eyes. Like, she had no idea. And I go, did you get that? And she's like, wait, what? <laughs> what was that about? I truly did not understand your accent. And I went to college and every single person who ever heard you said the exact same thing. I don't understand it, though. Rhode Island is truly its own entity. We're hitting the fucking Filipino market pretty hard. They're (laughs) listening. They probably have no idea what you're trying to say. You trying to say that they hit my podcast on accident? I don't know. You know Maybe what I mean? they love snowmobiling in the Philippines. <laughs> Where it's hotter than hell. <laughs> the streets are melting. Remember on 90 Day Fiance where he was taking a shower inside that house and there was that rat and that rat oh. didn't even want to be in the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But we're hitting the Philippine market pretty hard. Yeah. Thank God. Good but, for them. But, uh... It's just weird to me that, like, you and all your college friends, like, you guys don't get it. No. But, like, is it the words I use to describe things? It's both the words you use and the way you say them. Like, what words would I say that would fuck you up? I mean, I don't, I can't really recall the words that would fuck me up now because I'm so used to it. Because your mother was pretty, like... Well, yeah, my she was hip to grandmother's it. from Rhode Island. Yeah, but, like, your mother was hip to, like, she could understand what I was saying. Like, when I would say, uh, you know, he's jiving, like, uh, something like that. Like, you just look at me like, wow. Yeah, because not only do you have the accent and you use words that people from Rhode Island use, but you also have the vocabulary of a 60-year-old. You're in another generation. There's a lot working against me. Once again, defending and keeping alive the greatest generations <laughs> there ever there was. But now I work in Rhode Island and it's amazing. You all talk the same. See? I can understand them just fine. And what did you call me for years? A what? I don't know. A phenomenon. Oh, yeah. Phenomenon. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's the other one you called me? An enigma. (laughs) Sophie, Sophie was like, had in her head that I was like one of one. You are. Yeah. Well, yeah, but now that I work with other Rhode Islanders, you're not as unique as I thought. See? Is that sad? They're fucking crazy. (laughs) Is that sad or is that good? I mean, it's nice to see everything that you've said for the past six years validated. See, that's the thing, too, is like for years I would be like, oh, yeah, we do this. 
Yep. And she'd be like, nope, don't believe it. And the other added part of that is I work in the city now. I'm not a city person. This is my first experience really like being with people from the city. And everything you've ever said about people from the city is true. <laughs> I'm a man. This is a podcast of culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, you are very cultured. See? Oh, you're hearing it here live on the Tanya Judgment Podcast. <laughs> this is cultured shit. Yep. I'm glad I have you because I would be pretty lost. Yeah, you're like uh, unseasoned chicken, as Charlemagne the God would say. Right. You know? I'm like a delicious chicken with sasson and uh, love and soul. You know what I mean? I'm just a good person. I'm not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe this? I bring her on here out of the kindness of my heart. You know what I mean? She's been wanting to do this, and this is the shit that I get. Yeah. I don't deserve it. I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this is life. You know what I mean? Yep. This is what our life has become now. We're an old married couple now. Yeah. Almost. Six. got to get married. Six and a half years in now. Yeah. More, or more. More than that, yeah. <sighs> <laughs> we got a long way to go, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not. I always talk to him about when we get divorced. I don't I don't say like if we ever. It's always like when we get divorced, I'm going to blank. It's what do you think about that? I know you don't mean it. <coughs> <coughs> Fuck it. We're young. We're having fun. The season's almost here. Mm-hmm. I finally ordered those fucking torsion springs. Wow. <laughs> You've got only my, been talking about it for the last three months. I know. Got the fucking, uh, got my card back up and running. Isn't that a bitch when you fucking, so like when I used to buy like a, a Nelk, right? Full send, Nelk, all that shit. They do drops every so often. Like they'll drop apparel, merchandise, shit you can buy. And they're based out of Canada. So... Here I am, first of the month, ready to go, boom, boom, boom. I select all the things into my cot. And, like, with that shit, you have, like, the the website would crash because there's, like, thousands and thousands of people on it just waiting to buy shit. Like, they're like, all right, it's 8 o'clock, we're on, boom, go. So, like, you got to do this in a timely manner. And I would get on there, first thing, ready to rock and roll. I go to my checkout. I'd enter all my card information and bang, it fucking, it would bounce it back. And then the card would get shut down and then I get a text message. If you meant to, um, do you want to authorize this sale or decline it? I always click yes and they still keep the fucking card shut off. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I hate that. So with the torsion springs, they did the same fucking thing. The other night, Nick and I were at the whistle stop having a, a, a delicious... American meal, and I fucking press complete after putting all my info in, and what do you know? It does the same thing. I mean, it's crazy. Who the fuck, what do they think is happening? I mean, all right, 
You see something pop up like somebody in Athens, Greece is buying a fucking uh what's those things called? A burka, what's that thing? That they wear toga. Somebody in fucking Athens is buying a toga, right? That's a red flag. Yeah. Who the fucking candidate is banging my credit card for torsion springs for a, a 2012 skidoo? You never know. So you, all right, so she's got bank mentality. No, I don't. That's the fucking problem I'm here. I'm just fucking with you. I get very annoyed with that. I'm Me, I'm trying to buy shitty, fast fashion, terrible clothes I, that are probably made by children. <laughs> and I'm already feeling guilty about it. And they're from China. And my card gets fucking declined because it's a suspicious purchase, even <laughs> though it's just a bunch of clothes. <laughs> Oh my god. So they shut my card down. I I try to call. I'm in the restaurant trying to do the prompts. I'm like, put me through to an operator. The whole bar's looking at me. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I'm like, operator, operator. Nick's looking at me, like, shut the fuck up, you know? Making a huge scene. So I go, Well, it is what it is. The card's dead. I'll have to deal with this in the morning. So I call in the morning and uh Stacy got me all sorted out on the technical technical support line, and uh, we're back up and running. But I said to her, I go, is there any way possible to get rid of this? And she said no. Like, no. you cannot. I told her, I go, but if, so I plan to travel to Canada. So when I go to Canada, you guys are going to keep, like, canceling my card out every time I go and buy a fucking, uh, buy some gas or or buy a soda pop or whatever the fuck. She's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> no good. I'm going to have to pull cash out and then be sitting there doing quick maps, trying to figure <laughs> out the conversions, you know? I think that if you Canadians buy don't have a patience lot of things for that shit. in the same place, huh? they, I think if you buy a lot of things in the same place, they don't, they understand that you're there. See, I would beg the defa. Okay. But it's to be seen. We'll see. We'll see. But either way, they're Always ordered. Always an optimist. Who? You. No, I'm not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you always say? What? You're a what? Pessimist. A realist. A realist. You know? And proud of it, too. Fuck that. I keep myself out of a lot of trouble. See, Sophie's of the school and the head mind space of, like, I got this job. I can't wait to start on Monday, and the next thing you know, bang, nope, denied. And she's all broken hearted and shit. Me, I go into it, I go, I didn't get that fucking job. <laughs> like, for, like, for those that don't know, but I just took my journeyman test for plumbing. And I walked out of there, I go, I didn't fucking pass that. And I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm talking to Sophie that night. I go, you know, Sophie, it's no big deal. I'll just, there's an option right on the phone, uh, you know, it says, uh, you know, reschedule test. I'm like, I'll just reschedule the fucking test, and that's it, you know? I'll take it again, and whatever will be, will be. And sure as shit, I roll over in bed, and I pass the fucking thing with an 82. I knew it. You knew what? I knew you would. Why? Because I'm an optimistic person. <laughs> So if I failed, you would have felt like an idiot, no? No. Hmm. I would have felt sad. But then you would have been optimistic for nothing. That's what optimism is. I would rather be negative 
See, the thing is, is my my mind is like, all right, I would rather go into it com- being completely negative and be pleasantly surprised that I won or I got it or I passed or whatever the fuck it is that I'm doing. And no, I totally understand that. I don't want to be like, oh my god, I can't wait. I just know that I got it. You, and then, <laughs> then you don't get it, and then you want to go jump off a fucking bridge. Yeah, I know. And it doesn't make much sense to be optimistic, but... And real quick, before we, uh, you know, I just want to, before we go any further, rest in peace to Twitch, speaking of that. Wow. Okay. W- what? That was abrupt. No, no, because he shot himself in the in the hotel. Okay. You know, so. R.I.P. Rest in peace to Twitch. You know what I mean? Uh I'm not, why are you laughing? That's pretty. What just happened? No, no, I said I would go jump off a bridge, jokingly, oh, but yeah, Twitch no. shot himself in a hotel. Yeah, it's not funny. No, I know, I'm well aware. That's why I'm saying, rest in peace to Twitch. Rest in peace. You're making it out to be a bigger thing than it needs to be. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. So if you could, you know, just. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking at me like, with like. Confusion. You you all right? Yep. <laughs> She's really broken up about it. You know what I mean? You could tell. A lot of things going on in this house. You know? I'm over here. I'm just trying to finish this this uh, master bedroom project, and she's over here oh, fucking around. Yeah, yeah. What? Who's trying to finish it again? Me. I'm just working so hard nonstop. Oh, you and- are? <laughs> when? What days of the week? Every every day. When? I don't see it. Yeah, I was you know, I I was here today, you know, before you got home fucking banging shit out. So you just go in the room and you take a look around and call it a day? Yeah. Oh, cool. That's work. It's called having a vision. I look at the walls, I go, Yeah, that's gonna be gray. It's gonna be blue, but But you okay. know what I mean, you know? I'd like to see it someday. See, Sophie Sophie will say that, but she won't help me. He wants me to get home from teaching 18 four-year-olds and say, all right, let's go paint the room. Yeah, well, I got sciatica with an electric eel going down my hip. I know, but, like, I'm not the tradesman here. You, you're the one who's supposed <laughs> to initiate housework. The master of ceremonies. Right. I just walk in and fucking clang two paint buckets together. And go, Let's do it. Yeah. Ding. You know what I mean? <laughs> the time is now. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, no thank you. I don't want to do it. Let me know when you're ready to get to work. <laughs> Let, let's try that mirror again. What mirror? Oh, God. <laughs> I already talked about the mirror on here. They don't need to hear it again. We no. all know I fucked up. I drilled the holes in the wrong spot. I did pretty damn good with the, uh, we got this little sign. It's like a, you know, like a, it, it's like a live, laugh, love kind of thing. <laughs> it says, uh, you know, like apple orchard. And I finally, after that thing sitting for what, three weeks on our table. Yeah. You know, I finally put it on, on the wall and come out great, you know. And uh, the house is really looking great. The living room. Got my ornaments up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tree looks good. Smells good in the house. Yep. 
Frosted a- cranberry. Anybody? Well, it's almost out, so stop. Don't burn it. You know what I mean? Unless I'm... <laughs> no, no, because people would like that. They'll burn a fucking right. candle when the person that loves it and bought it is not in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes no sense. I want to be here. I want to go in, in my face so I can enjoy it. Okay. So just try not to, you know? Yeah. But... It's uh, it's we're at the the one hour mark here, so we're gonna wrap this episode up. It's a little rough. We got wires everywhere. You know what I mean? I need to. I should ask for Christmas for another boom stand here, so that way you don't have oh. to. I got a microphone hanging above a a a Christmas box from last year filled with crayons, <laughs> and uh, you should see her. She's sick as a dog. Did I say that? Yeah. Yeah, she's I sick. Can't as, breathe. She's sick as shit. So, rough little learning curve here, but we're getting it done. Next week, I promise, there's going to be a sledding podcast on here. I'm hoping to get uh, one of my good friends on here. So, stay tuned for that. Um, thank you once again for listening. Why don't you recommend a song? Oh, man. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. And now. Every song escapes me. See what I mean? I've been listening to Christmas music for the past week. Do not recommend any Christmas music because okay. that's another thing about her is that she listens to the Michael Buble shit. <laughs> it's fucking God awful and all that. You know what I mean? Mariah Carey. Don't even. Yeah. What? Everybody listens to that song. It's ass. It's not ass. It's good. Well. Here we go. We're going to pause this for a second so she can go get her fucking phone. And we're back. <laughs> All right. What do you want to what do you want to have the people listen to. Okay. So this is a big moment for you. I you know. You need to recommend, you need to come with the, with the ill shit. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know if you'll think it's the ill shit, but. It better not be that Eddie, 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 Eddie. Ooh. It is not. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't really know how to say his name. I think it's Noah Cahan. It could be Kahan or something like that. But he just came out with a new album this year, Stick Season. I'm sure people know of it. It's pretty popular, especially this, the title track of that album. But I am recommending the song Homesick. It's track number 12 on that album. If you are from New England, you're going to like this song. Why? It's about being from New England. It's got the spirit and the attitude of people from New England. I really enjoy it. I feel like it captures our attitude and outlook on life pretty well. So all of our New England listeners will definitely enjoy this song. Never heard of him, but... Well, he's more of a folksy sort of... No, more (laughs) alternative folky, which is my type of music. That's my favorite Yeah, she likes likes Mumford and Sons and... I'm into that. Oh my God, it's fucking... Insane, but this song has more of a rock feel to it, so well, might appeal to, to more people. I'll have to give it a listen as well. Definitely so, give it a listen. So, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. 
Appreciate you sticking it out with us, and uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast, this uh, lovely occasion. Thank you, Sophie, for joining us today. It was a pleasure to be here. <laughs> In our own home. Imagine that. I know. <laughs> but uh hope you guys enjoyed it. If you uh, if you like Sophie, please let me know, and uh, we'll definitely have a round two, I'm sure. I'm sorry if you could hear me panting. <laughs> Sick as a dog. All right, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you on the next episode. Ciao. Ciao.